What is up, everybody? This is Chris, and I pulled my partner, Pat, out of wherever the hell he was because his lazy bitch ass was not down for a podcast, even though he's been telling me all week, let's do a podcast, let's do a podcast. But instead, he was masturbating in his driveway, (laughs) or whatever the hell he was doing. But anyways, I gave him enough grief and guilt that the second (laughs) half of the two banditos showed up, and I guilt-tripped his ass into doing a podcast. So welcome, Pat to the podcast that is happy hour yeah 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 guys uh so he actually texted me called me and then he posted on instagram as you guys see uh yeah i'm i'm doing busy shit and busy shit aka excuses all the goddamn time (laughs) the whole week has been busy i mean it has been a busy week but in my defense there is no defense I should be bringing you guys more content because I know a lot of you actually listen to us on a daily basis with your daily work schedule. So shame on me. My penis has been smacked by Chris real well, and we're here now. No, here we go. Anyways, guys, we've got a a jam-packed full hour of craziness and shenanigans from the two of us. And, of course, yours truly because who listens to Pat? Anyways, um, so (laughs) let's jump into this. I know we're a little bit behind. It's happened a little while ago, but again, I've been trying to get Pat on podcast, but you know, here we are a couple weeks later and SEMA 2020 has been canceled. What do you think about that, Pat? Uh, well, I can't say I'm like surprised because I was talking to Chuck, the one of the guy that actually wrapped our truck for us. Um, he's been saying since the get go that it's going to get canceled. It's going to get canceled. I mean, he's pretty optimistic, so I understand. I mean, anybody with a brain probably could have saw the writing on the wall. Yeah. uh, you know, it was course. just a matter of time. You you do know we can't see you pick your nose, Pat. I know. I got this freaking booger in the right side of my nose, and it's like flapping whenever I breathe. So I'm trying to get oh. it without being weird. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. Well, anyways, um, getting back onto it. I mean, I definitely see um, how 2020 has rolled out and why SEMA 2020 was canceled. It sucks because that's a big portion of my business, and I did lose quite a bit doing that. Um, I really feel bad for the guys that were going as first timers for the guys who are, you know, investing all this time, effort, money, energy, and everything else into these builds. And then, you know, also, you know, for all the companies who, you know, need SEMA and they rely on SEMA to get more out of what they do. So, I mean, it, it certainly sucks, man. It's, uh, it's a big blow to the pecker, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, not doing the main thing that you work all year for. SEMA is what? More for like marketing, like other companies to other marketing companies to other companies, right? Well, it's Isn't a great what... show. And at the end of the day, it's it's more for setting up deals, showing yeah. the latest and greatest, newest innovation and all the technology and accessories. But it's also about getting setting up manufacturing dealers, um, right. you know, just doing those types of things but more when you so think... than an actual car show. But when you think about it, like a lot of the parts that go into it are mostly American parts. I mean, especially for the truck side. I don't know much about no, the car I mean, side, but you know, there's a, there's mean, a fair amount of international stuff as well. I mean, um, so China all does play a big big role in our industry as far as making manufacturing parts. Um, there's also other places all over the country that that make tires and other accessories that that you know a lot of us use and we don't even think about it. So I mean, yeah. it's it's definitely heavy vested on the international mm-hmm. side of things. And honestly, I would have said. Probably 35 to 45% of it is, is international travel um, and people yeah. coming from all over the world to come oh, to see yeah. So, Oh, yeah, I, mean, I remember. It's, it's a big deal, man. It's a real big deal. 
a lot of hits are getting taken this year because the SEMA is not happening. Um, I feel bad for the companies because that's this is this is how they get their new products out. You know, this is how they showcase all this cool new hip stuff, and now they're going to have to rely heavily. I'm assuming heavily on social media. You know, I would imagine that that takes a takes a precedence on on what they're doing. Uh, you know, social media is huge, anyways. It can yeah. make or break a business with how they're doing um, or what they're rolling out or whatever. But I mean. I think it's going to have them, you know, companies rely more on um, grassroots marketing rather than relying heavily on on SEMA. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. going back to the old days before SEMA, you know what I mean? And just, uh, I don't know, man, it's it's crazy to think that there's no SEMA this year. Like, I can't wrap my head around that, you know? I re- Like you said, I really feel bad uh, about for those new guys that are just starting in and they happen to just come in on 2020. Like I've really, because SEMA is definitely a one of a kind thing that you never get to experience unless you actually do it. Like it's not something you can go there and spectate, but it is not the same. It's not the same. You don't get to go through all the heartache and the pain, but even that the heartache and pain, that's part of it. That's part of the fun. I mean, it, it's um, definitely stressful. I mean, most people don't understand, you know, a lot of these companies, they bust their ass all year long. And, you know, if they're not manufacturing, um, um, you know, their own parts or they're, you know, they're outsourcing, let's say overseas. Um, sometimes they don't have the ability to get those parts in a certain time frame. They're at the mercy of somebody else. Right. So, I mean, then that comes into play and the well-known SEMA crunch happens. And then everybody's talking crap about builds that are rushed and this and that. But a lot of times there are times when it's the builder's fault and there's nothing, oh, yeah. you know, but there's other times that it's not. And I mean, yeah. you know, in order to get the results that that they would like to have, I mean, it does take time. And if you want something done right, it does take time. You can't rush something and hope for a perfect outcome, right? Like trying to get a Subaru ready for its new owner. Whatever, man. You make excuses all you want, dude. He sends me this photo, you guys, of this Subaru, this blue Subaru in his driveway. And literally, this dude has everything ripped out of it. Carpets. Uh, the seats, the seat belt. I mean, everything is ripped out of this damn thing laying in his driveway. I don't know what he's doing. I've never seen somebody get so wild and crazy. I don't know. Are you detailing it or what the hell are you doing that caused you to pull all that shit out of it? Okay. So side topic, cause I do want to talk more about SEMA, but side topic. Uh, so I was cleaning, I was just vacuuming the carpet and I smelt this funky smell. I'm like, man, what is that smell? So I'm sniffing around doing like dog thing, like putting my nose up to things. I'm like, what the fuck is this smell? And I go right by the uh, center council on the driver's side and I smell this horrendous, dead, dying, just rotting smell. So I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I started ripping shit. I found a like this big, like this big fucking rat dead. I'm like, how, what the fuck? So then I'm like, I was just starting to get grossed out, just gross. So I took my pressure washer. I sprayed everything with, I sprayed every, I sprayed everything with Zep. You know, that industrial cleaner. I sprayed the seats with it. And then I pressure washed everything. The entire interior of the car, I pressure washed the seats. Where was this rat at? Was it like under the seat or where, where was it? It was like, I don't know how the fuck it It was like, literally like you take the center console off. It was right by the shifter. That's where it was just sitting there dead. Just rotting. It was so gross. I couldn't do it. So I was like, "Fuck!" I, I'm pressure washing everything. So now my seats and the carpet are outside drying off. Wow. So that's weird. I mean, how often do you not drive this to realize that there's a dead, rotting, decaying, fucking rat inside of your center console? 
Well, it's been sitting for, what, two deployments now? So about two years it's been sitting. And uh, the guy, it's actually a really funny story. So the guy's nice on a car. That kind of fuck you money to where you could just leave cars sitting for a couple of years and not give a fuck about it. You know? <laughs> well, my, so it's actually, so it wasn't mine until recently. So my buddy's like, dude, I'm not a car guy and I can't sell it because it's in such bad shape. Do you want a car? And I'm like, oh, uh, yeah, give me the car. I'll fix this bitch up. It's got like all the cool parts, but it just needs love. So, yeah. What What are you gonna sell it for, Pat? Probably ten thousand, maybe twelve thousand. If I get fifteen out of it, a free car, and you're gonna get that much? Damn, bro, you fucking rapist. Well, I'm gonna split it with him. I mean, I can't. Like, I gotta do right by him. Well, that's cool. That's cool. You know, so you know, getting back to SEMA, that sucks. Well, so back to SEMA. Real quick, before, before I finish, before I forget. So these new guys that are coming into SEMA this year, I know a couple of them that are doing it. How are they affected and what's going to happen and what's the way ahead for them? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to continue on. SEMA is just one event. And as far I can't speak for other project management agencies and things like that. I can only speak for myself. Um, you know, but my guys, they're still pressing forward with other shows and events as they're happening in their areas. And some of them are even willing to travel pretty far to go to the ones that are happening, which is really, really cool. And it shows me that they are committed. And that's what I do. I do my due diligence on when I go and vet these guys to take them on as clients is making sure that they're soldiers in some way, either they're tethered to shops or or whether they're, you know, big show presence or big social media presence or something. I just want to make sure that the return on the investment for my partners and their right. partners is there. So, I mean, they're pressing forward with shows. They're still getting good content, doing social media stuff. So, really, it's pretty much everything just skipped SEMA. So, if it was a heartbeat and SEMA was just the heartbeat, it skipped that heartbeat and it's on to the next one. So, basically, that's it sucks. I mean, because SEMA is huge. And a lot of these guys, the thing of it is, I've got a friend of mine, one of my, my clients who is a client of mine. He was doing a SEMA build this year. He's got declining health. And he's like, man, that was, this was my one year to do that before, you know, I'm, I may not be able to walk, you know what I mean? Cause he's got some, he got, you know, in a car accident a few years mm -hmm. back and now like his, his legs for days on, on end will like stop working on him. You know what I mean? Like, and he can't sure. walk. So, you know, and this year his health's been declining and he's been having to go to the doctor more and more and more. So, I mean, the writing's on the wall for him and he's just, I feel bad for, for situations like that where. You know, this was like a bucket list thing. And I hope to, you know, take care of them in the future. And hopefully there's still um, the chance for us to work together going forward. Um, I mean, I just some of those instances happen and it just it, it hits you in the heart. You know what I mean? You feel a little bit different about it. But I mean, I feel bad for every one of my guys because they all work really hard to, you know, plan, set aside funds and all these other things, you know, to, to get these projects done or, you know, on the way to being done. It just sucks that that now it's just not going to happen and people aren't going to be able to see their their hard work on stage at SEMA, which, you know, again, like I said, it's one show and there are other shows and, you know, there's more awards to be won and there's there's more things to be had. But at the end of the day, you know, SEMA is like one of them checklist things. And a lot for a lot of people, you know, it's it's life bucket list material. And by taking yeah. that away from them, it just kind of it kind of sucks. It's a little it's a little little wrenching in the heart, you know. Will you give them an opportunity to go back next year or like try again next year well, with the same build or? Honestly, it just kind of depends because at the end of the day, you know, SEMA is a big portion of how I'm able to earn my funds throughout the year. 
and support, you know, my family and things like that. So at the end of the day, I mean, those opportunities for next year, just translating over and rolling over for this year, it's going to be really hard to do. So, well, they would have to pay. They can't just I mean, obviously, get if they, free. If they paid again, I, w- I should be able to to roll some over. Some of them, you know, their vehicles are getting within the, the older body style or this or that. And, you know, for those guys, they, they kind of fall off and the opportunity just won't be yeah. there again. You know what I mean? So just, uh, you know, it's hard to say. And it's kind of be it's going to be on a case by case basis and some of these guys are going to want it and some of these guys are going to take what they got this year and do what they need to do and they're not going to be heard from again and you know if i would say it's fine you know what i mean they're doing their part they're going to shows they're getting the social media content they're doing content they're they're doing everything that's asked of them they're just not doing SEMA. so you know i'll certainly want to work with the guys that i've worked with this year again if if it allows if not i totally understand and you know we'll get a fresh batch of guys who are hungry and and want to do it and you know kind of go from there that's cool well that's that's a good that's a good way to look at it that's a good way to see it in the future um I, one specific person in general i, I really feel bad because he well he did go to sema 2018 uh, he was parked shit right next to me but he was like super excited about this year even more so than i was but who's that oh uh, dan he has the new f-150 or f-250 f-350 one of them Oh yeah, 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 Dan. Yep. Yeah, the his truck this year is looking way better than the one in back in 2018. That's what happens, man. You got to level up every time. You got to level up the truck guru. Gets crazier and crazier. I don't want to put myself in competition with anybody. I mean, I just do what I feel is is for me. And if people love it and people want to, you know, get up to that level, I certainly, you know, I'm here to help at, at the end of the day. But I'm, I certainly don't want to say I'm in competition with any of my guys or anybody for that matter. Well. You know? So I'm a little I'm a little irritated and I want to talk about something. I know you, oh God, uh, you may it, not want to I, I know you may not want to talk about it with me or you you can't or you just you have a different mindset about it. But like you said, you don't want to feel like you're in competition with other people. But when you have someone like yourself, I'm not gonna toot your own horn because everyone already knows Chuck Guru, big dick guy, whatever. <laughs> but when you have someone as professional as you, you do you do your professionalism and you keep it professional. Right. We all are human. We're all we all make mistakes, however. But for the most part, since I've known you, uh, you're pretty freaking professional. OK, I mean, I, I try to be in my position, a man in my position or anybody in my position. Obviously, you have to hold yourself at a higher standard than most. I mean, not that I'm better by any means, but I feel like I am a role model to others with, within the industry. And I want to make sure that what I'm doing is something that other people can emulate after and basically, you know, I'm guessing uh, the writing's on the wall here, Pat. I, correct me if I'm wrong, but this may be in regards to my recent apology rant on my story on Instagram, right? Exactly. Now, hear me out. Let me go Figured on my I was rant. Coming. Let me <laughs> let, let me go on my little rant right quick. Um, I might ask you a couple of questions. I don't expect you to answer if you don't want to answer. Whatever. But um, in in my line of field or in my line of, my line of work. You have to be professional all the time. You cannot bring certain things into the equation and expect the same result or get a better result because it doesn't. You can't bring emotion into my job. You cannot bring, you can't bring uh, other qualities to gain certain results because at the end of the day, it doesn't work like that, you know. And then you start pissing other people off when you're not professional. So, in my opinion. With someone that has a big social following, big social media following, 
it doesn't matter who it is. You could literally be a dirtbag on the street, but if you have a big social media following, you are an influencer regardless. You may not think of yourself as an influencer, but you are because you have that following, right? I don't. I only have what a little over a thousand followers on Instagram, so that's really not. I mean, that it much. doesn't matter. It, I mean, the amount of followers don't make you the man that you are. You know what I mean? Exactly. People listen to me, and people actually take in what I consideration what I say. Granted, people know that I do rant and I like to rant, but I still try to you know stay in the middle okay like i really try to stay in the middle as much as i can now when you have someone for example um when you have a specific person flaunting some shit right and this is what bothers me if i go on instagram and i flaunt my tits i don't have tits but if i had some tits and I would still be a guy, no one's going to want to see that, right? But if I flaunted them, no one would want them. If I flaunt my ass, no one wants them. But if I was a chick and I flaunted my ass and tits to get to where I want to be, but then where I get where I want to be, I flip the script and start using a different type of approach to portray a different aspect. Okay, that's all fine and dandy, but you cannot, you cannot bring emotion into the professional business that you're in now okay it's okay to get to where you are by how you got there whatever but i mean i definitely think trade, emotions do play a big part but emotions can also be just as damning as they can be as as helpful and as energetic and you know what i mean like emotions but then when, but then when you assume it, yeah. it can play a big part you know like i go to a third world country and i see something and i get really emotional i want to help it but sometimes if i do help it i'm actually damaging the environment i'm actually damaging the eco zone that has you already know, it's been like a built. baby bird sometimes the mom won't take it back if a human being exactly I, I, so I, I, get, I get your theory emotions are good you got to have empathy but you can have empathy within yourself and be like, damn, that really sucks, okay? But when you start spewing that garbage out, spewing it out without knowing the proper facts, okay, that's where things start going backwards. And that's when things start hurting, okay? I reached out to a couple people and uh, they they pretty much feel the exact same way I do. There's a couple people that feel the opposite. Um, and I, I personally feel like if you... If you're going to portray in something and you want to be in this industry, you have to be professional. You have to expect that you're going to work your ass off. We all start somewhere. I get it. We're all, we're, we've all started. I played with Placidip. Hell, my neighbor has a professional liquid wrap shop. Like he does liquid wrap as a professional job. So he took Placidip and turned it into a business and does it professionally now. So, but we've all done it. We've all there. But for example, okay. I'm a guy. If I went out there, I put trash cans or plastic bags behind my wheel and started plastic dipping my wheel, right? <laughs> I would get called a freak. I get called a loser, especially with the terminology that was being called. Okay. Now to defend you a little bit, I everyone already knows what I'm talking about. To defend you a little bit, you right, let me let's just back it up. I mean, just if if you I'm getting don't mad. Know, Sorry, I'm getting mad, guys. I'm getting mad. Yeah, just to just to cool you. Take a woosah, take a couple deep breaths. Just so everybody out there, if you don't know, um, you know, this past week, I, I recently posted a video that I saw on TikTok. It was of a young girl. I wouldn't say too young because it came out that she's a lot older than people would have assumed she was. Um, it was of a young girl. She basically was painting her wheels. And a lot of the verbiage out of her mouth was was absolutely terrible. And as And as an automotive enthusiast, not as a man, not as a woman, not as anything else, as an automotive enthusiast, it was very cringeworthy. You know what I mean? There, the verbiage was just 
It was bad. And but for there was me, nothing dogging her. There was no dogging her. There was no, no oh, she's a fucking shit. I didn't call her any names or anything. I just said it was very cringeworthy, which it, which it very much was at, from my standpoint. I didn't see the fact that it was just a girl, and that's the reason why I posted it. I honestly, you know, I go to TikTok, and it's a fun app. It's not it's not anything where you're like, oh, my God, guys, listen up, everybody. I'm going to tell you to walk. You know, I'm going to we're going to do 10 steps to, to painting your wheels correctly today, and what we're going to – it's not a serious app. So I would assume that since this video was already out there all over the interwebs, and it had a ton of response already by the time I'd even – came across it i literally thought you know hey i'm gonna post this and you know just you know that's what social media is for i just posted it really to share it i thought it was funny i thought she was not being serious whatsoever in my defense in my own defense if i had to have a defense that's kind of like where i stand with it and it kind of blew up into something that you know i definitely didn't see coming or else i probably never would have posted it and i felt bad enough to where i actually removed the video and then I apologized for posting it to begin with, which yeah. I had a ton of support from people saying that I wasn't in the wrong. And even though I, I didn't feel that I was in the wrong or they didn't feel that I was in the wrong, the fact that I apologized and removed the video showed volumes on my character, which, again, that goes back to saying the professional manner that you said I was I was dealing with, you know, which. You know, I admire that. That's cool and all. But at the end of the day, I didn't I didn't expect for it to have the results that it did, especially for the other person um, that. Well, actually... let's call it let's I'm going to call it for what it is. OK, I'm going to call it, it only got the type of attention it got is because one specific incident happened and it was emotions were brought into play, assuming that certain things were lining up with that specific person doing the wheels. Like, I mean, I, 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 can see, I mean, I can see that. I mean, I, I, I totally can see what you're talking about. I mean, I, I guess what I think, I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not certain, but I guess what I'm, I'm, I'm taking from you is that you're telling me that if this was a, a man or a male in this video, that it would have gotten the attention that it did get. Exactly. If, if, if I was to post that video, now one fucking person would stand up for me. I mean, they probably would have called you some names or something, but it wouldn't have been... Like everybody go support him and 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 things. Like, that's what you're. That's Hell what you're no. trying to say, right? Would you if if I did that and you saw me as one of your top friends or just, like if you didn't know me, right? And I posted that video and you saw me saying the exact same stuff, the exact same way it happened. Would you go out of your way and freaking blow it up and assume everything? And then all I'm doing is just getting a five minute of fame and just fucking well. I mean, not to cut you off there, but I mean, I, I probably would have still posted it had I had I seen somebody like you um, do it. I mean, I, again, like I said, I didn't see the fact that this was a male versus a female. I didn't see that wasn't the cause for the post. It wasn't anything like that. If I would have if I would have saw you do it as well, I probably would have shared it as well. Same thing and said the same exact things. Um, exactly. But I, I, I do I do think that had my followers have witnessed that. I don't think it would have been as big of an issue as no, if, it it was, if it was the younger girl, which again, guys, this, this girl turns out she's 21 years old and, and, you know, things like that, which, you know, that nothing to do with, with anything, but I'm just saying like, even I somewhat assumed that she was younger, um, you know, maybe less knowledgeable or whatever, but it turns out she's a 21 year old woman and, you know, you know, whatever. I don't, I don't know why she was doing it that way. I don't know if that's all she knew how, again, like, you know, I even reached out to her and apologized and asked her if she needed anything from me, if she, 
needed any guidance, wisdom, anything, anything that I can give. Not that I'm the smartest person or the best person in the history of the world to get advice from, but I just reached out and said, hey, if there's anything I can do for you, let me know. I apologize for posting you up. And I, I fell on my sword. You know what I mean? Well, I, the fact that you just said you fell on your sword, that, that I hope it's a small sword because it wasn't, it shouldn't have been a big one. In my opinion, you know, uh, if, if you're going to portray equality and you want, you want, you demand the respect, you have to, you know what? I'm over it. Let's just say at the end no, of the I day. Mean, I know what you're saying. I mean, equality at the same time. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, if, if I look, if I backed up from my person and I'm, I'm a different person now and I'm, I'm witnessing it. What I would have taken from that is that, you know, there's a lot of girls out there, you know, a lot of girls out there that bust their ass and they do the right things and they demand respect because they've earned it. They have went through these steps and they've learned these things and they've, they've really built up what, what they know and gotten the reputation that they have because they've done everything in a good way. Everybody starts slow. Everybody starts different, but they work their way into it. But at the end of the day, my whole thing is, you know, when a girl does something like that or a guy does something like that, I feel like it discredits the ones who are doing what's right in that same type of category. So same thing with me, you know, like I take as a project manager, you know, for SEMA bills and things like that. Am I the only one that does it? No. But I hold myself to an extremely high standard for how I operate. And if I see those around me that are doing something similar to me and they're not necessarily doing it the right way or professionally or, you know, whatever, I kind of take offense to that. And I mean, that's kind of like if I again, if I'm third person in this bitch, I'm basically saying, you know what, check it out. That girl is discrediting all the girls that have busted their ass to actually do good and look good and be respected in a male dominated field. So again, that kind of goes back with what you're saying about the whole equality thing. You know, it's so not I, a pick and choose thing. It's it, it can be equality when it's when it's convenient for you. If it's going to be equality, it needs to be equality across the board, right? Exactly. If you want equality, it has to be across the board. You don't get to pick and choose when you want equality. You don't get to be like, oh yeah, blah, blah, blah. no. I saw the video of what she was doing. I honestly think that she was just making a funny TikTok too. I think she was just pure. Maybe even it wasn't supposed to be funny. Maybe she was like legit wanting her wheels black, which most people do. It doesn't mean she's a car enthusiast. It doesn't mean she's a vehicle enthusiast. It just means that she wanted different color wheels and that she was going about it how she wanted. Now, granted, we are in a day and age. If she's on TikTok, she obviously has the knowledge to YouTube and Google certain things. So then when you assume when a third party, you have her with the TikTok doing the video wheels, you have a third party coming in and seeing what's going on. As someone with influence throws emotion into it because another third party came and thought it was funny. So now that third party is hitting up on the other third party when in reality, at, if you if you watch it for what it is, it was just a fucking video. The whole yeah, I mean, thing and, blew and my up name wasn't mentioned, you know, when when that went down, and I, I respect the fact that I was left out of it when it came to that. And but a lot of people follow us both, so they did kind of put two and two together, and they did realize, like, hey, Chris was the one that posted, because look at him, he's over here eating his bullet, and he's and he's saying sorry on his story, and then the other ones are seeing it from the other side, where you know, it, 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 again, it wasn't. The way I looked at it is it wasn't necessarily directed, targeted 100% right here, locked and loaded. But I mean, it was targeted in my general area because I was the one that posted the video. And, you know, I did get a lot of feedback and it was good. I mean, like I said, a lot of people DM'd me and they hit me up. They called me. 
I'm talking manufacturers, I'm talking females, I'm talking males and everybody. I mean, and I did get a lot of great support out of it. Yeah. So did the other side of the party, you know what I mean? Well, but again, you know, it's just one of those things with, I'm glad it's kind of over with now and I'm hope, hopefully it's dying out enough to where it's not that big of a deal anymore. But like you're saying, I mean, I, the whole equality thing, and it, it goes much further than, um, than just, you know, females and males in the automotive industry and things like that. It's just in life in general and everything else. You know what I mean? You know, you went, I, I correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you just say like yeah, a couple minutes ago or 10, 15 minutes ago, something about if you were a big old fat dude and you know, whatever, you wouldn't get the same love as somebody who's exactly. You know, and you could be posting, you could be posting the right stuff. Like me for like, we'll just use myself as an example, right? I have been doing car shit since I was 16, since the day I became legal to drive. Even before that, I started building cars, tinkering with cars, doing shisty shit, like shady shit that was like, oh, I blew up my first car, literally, because I was too stupid to know what I was doing. Did I get any love? Fuck no. My dad called me a dumbass and beat my ass for blowing up my car. He legit beat my, I got my nose broken because I blew up my car. Rightfully so. He bought it for you, man. He paid for it. Well, it, was, it wasn't a good car. But I mean, at the end of the day, but no, I, I do see what you're saying. I mean, wait, I, wait. Before I forget, before I forget, if you're gonna, sh before, okay, if you're gonna shake your ass to get where you're at, and then now portray a different light, shame on you. You have to be consistent from the very get go. You have to be consistent, and if if what if you're gonna take side detours because you want to be you want to enjoy side hustle, sure. But if you're going to ride someone else's train to get to where you are and then have your own spotlight and say that you've been doing it since the beginning, shame on you. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel I mean, I don't, I don't know what perspective you're putting that into. But, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, overall, I, I see your point and the validity to it. But I mean, obviously, there are situations that you're, you know, you know, informed about that I am not informed about. So I don't really know exactly the cases that you're talking about, but I do, I do understand what you're trying to say. I think I just get, so when I get mad, I get like, really, I don't like, I got to breathe for a second. Woosah, <sighs> dude. Woosah, woosah. <laughs> so yeah. I watched, uh, I watched so many different stories cause I wanted to understand what was going on before I came up with my own solution or before I came up with my own thought process. Cause I don't want to assume anything. I've done that in life and I've done that in different countries, assuming and fuck me sideways. It went horrible. Yeah, you no, know, it doesn't assume. always work out, <laughs> but just if you're going to portray something and then flip the script 180 degrees and then say, no, I've been doing this since the beginning. No, the fuck you haven't. You just rode someone else's asshole to get to where you're at. I mean, like, that goes to like, say like, something else. you know, I don't support my peers just because they have the same amount of following as me. And I certainly don't think those that have less following than me are any less, you know, better than me. You, you know what I mean? I, me. I literally want to support everybody. You know what I mean? Even, even yeah. guys with, 2000 followers or 200 followers i mean if they come to me and they ask me a question i'm certainly going to go out of my way to do everything i can to help them as well and direct them into whatever path or or situation that you know they were inquiring about and i mean i just it's to me it's about equality across the board how you operate what you do start to finish i mean i don't know man on on social media i'm seeing a lot of things these days and i'm, I'm like again like i help a lot of females or I partner with a lot of females in, in this male driven industry. There's a lot of females, a lot more than people ever understand. And I do, you know, try to 
do my fair share. And some of these truck girls that you guys all see and follow on social media, you know, they've partnered with us and we partner with them and, you know, we've partnered and went forward and done what we've done. Not to say that that's given them notoriety or anything else because they are, they're doing whatever they're doing on their own merits. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I feel that, you know, there's a, there's a big movement right now on social media. And I see it with a lot of those same females. That's, it's just girl power, girl power. Like nobody's telling you girls that girls can't do it too. Like, cause I guarantee you there's a lot of girls that could get side by side and wrench better than half of the dudes, if not more than half oh, of no the dudes. Oh, no doubt. You know no what I mean? Doubt. And I don't think anybody's out there saying girls can't do shit. You know what I mean? It's just, you know, I don't think girls, so either. girls are beating on their chest saying girl power and girl power and, you know, this and that. I feel like, like I think us guys are in the back like, yeah, okay, yes, girl power. You can do this. You can I'm do this. You, and no I mean, one's stopping them. Time, you know, bring emotions, but, you know, don't do it. Don't be so emotional in the fact that you're forgetting that there are good dudes out there who want it and want you to succeed just as much as you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, guys and gals, when you're listening to this, don't just think don't I don't want you guys thinking that I'm after females because their lack of knowledge in car stuff. That's not what I'm saying. What because I'm saying that's is, not true. I know a lot of girls that could outschool both of us. Exactly. What I'm saying is be real. Okay. Be real with yourself. Be honest with yourself and be true. Don't hide behind a cover. Be who you are all the freaking time because you'll be happier, but you'll be happier and you'll just live a happier life. So just be real with yourself. That's all I'm asking. I mean, okay? just support every, everybody. Just everybody support, support everybody. everybody. And at the end of the day, I feel like that alone is going to go – the message overall is going to go a lot better than if you're just obtaining to just one side. So, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, like even – just an example. Like I don't – I'm a guy. I'm in the truck industry. I don't make when – I, when I make my gear and apparel, I don't just make dude gear and apparel. I don't leave Neither the females out of it. I mean, have most of our – most of our people that buy the brewery shirts are females. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I make sure to cater to both of them because there's a need for both. And at the end of the day, girls aren't any less than guys. And at the end of the day, girls can do, for the most part, and again, don't say I'm sexist here, for the most part, girls can do almost everything guys can do and vice versa. I mean, obviously, guys can't have babies, you know, so you, you, you girls definitely are above and beyond for that. And I mean, I certainly would never want to have a baby. So, I mean... <laughs> That's, uh, you know, a given, but there's a lot of things that, um, you know, girls don't get enough credit for that they can do. And, uh, not every guy overlooks that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't want to hit on it anymore. I'm, uh, I think we hit on it pretty good. Uh, I got my, I got my emotions. <laughs> I got my emotions and my feelings out about it. Well, I'm, I'm uh, glad that that's over with and done. You know, all you girls out there, keep doing what you're doing. You know, exactly. I, I love do what you do. We love you guys. You know, uh, at the end of the day, you know, we're all in this together. If you share the same freaking, you know, passions as I do, let's 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 do them together. Let's promote and help each other. Let's not try to only get with that little tiny narrow minded field that you want to push. And I'm not talking about girls. I'm talking about guys, too, just because your friends don't have as many followers or these, these people that are just starting out aren't as cool as you or their trucks, not as cool as you, or their wheels are plasti dipped and not powder coated. Let's just support everybody. And that's where I fell on my sword and I bit the bullet and I apologize because I checked myself because I needed to check myself 
And again, it had nothing to do with me making fun of this girl. It had to do with, I didn't look at it from that perspective and I probably should have before I posted. And at the yeah. end of the day, I fucked up. And that's why I apologized. Well, that's good. Speaking yeah. of that, speaking of that, um, one last thing I'm going to say is, look, if you have multiple, multiple thousands of thousands and hundreds of thousands of followers, don't think that Chris has said it before. Chris is definitely not one like this. He's definitely, and I'm not boosting him. He's, he's one of my best friends. So yeah, I could talk about him in this light. If you got a lot of followers, you're not cooler than me. Okay. Specifically me, Patrick, goddamn motherfucking Talbot. You are not as cool or you might not even be as cool as me, but you might have more followers, but that doesn't make you cooler than me. It doesn't make you more important. If you see a message from anybody, why is it so hard to answer? It's so hard to just reply. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one out here that gets so frustrated when when I was when I message certain people, I get no fucking reply. I get a scene on red, left on red. That's about it. And I get so pissed off because trust me, you're not cooler than me. Granted, I'm not fucking cool. <laughs> two kids in two kids in my in the other room think I'm the coolest person in the goddamn world. But and that's all that matters, buddy. Are not as cool as me because I know you're not, but you might be. But just if you see a reply, if you see a message, maybe they're asking for help. Maybe they're asking for guidance. Why, why, why can't you be humble enough to reply? That's all I'm gonna say. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean that, that that goes to me saying like I try to get to everybody. I try I to know reply to everybody's yeah. comments and DMs and and everything. I mean it takes two seconds out of my day. You know. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know you do because people even tell me that you do, and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not him, nor do I care. Stop telling me. But talk about equality. <laughs> <laughs> talk about equality i want to talk about um what's going on right now so it's canon right can the current news right now is uh stand up for canon or justice for canon that's a five-year-old boy that was five-year-old shot right boy. yes he was shot uh in broad daylight by this guy he had no remorse he had no guilt he didn't give a shit just straight up shot this kid in the face what happened and i'm gonna i'm gonna tell what i feel what happened is a tragedy okay murder is wrong across the board now what i don't like is we have this Black Lives Matter movement. Granted, like what they stood for initially was amazing, but now what they're stand, what they're doing now, and they don't have any control. It's hard to stand for them or stand like back them up for what they're doing currently. Okay, like right now, what's going on? I, I'm having a hard time, like, rep, like wanting to support Black Lives Matter. Doesn't mean I don't. Res it doesn't mean I don't. I mean, it, it's like like this. Just to summarize, what you're trying to say is you know, one bad apple can spoil the bunch type of a deal. And right. I've seen the screenshots as well from people hashtagging Black Lives Matter and they're basically saying, good, who cares about this little white kid, Black Lives Matter, like-, like- That's wrong, that's like, wrong is wrong. But now when you have the social media uh, covering and plastering cannons, like justice for cannon, okay. But what about freaking Ahmed Aubrey, okay? Where, where's her story? She was killed, right? Freaking Breonna Taylor, same thing. But no one's talking about it. Why? Because I honestly think it's because he was a little white kid. Now, granted, it's wrong. White, I mean, wrong is fucking wrong. Murder is wrong. But you, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be wanting justice for somebody, you gotta have justice for all of them because wrong is wrong, in my opinion. So murder. No, I do agree. I do agree. The equality across the board. I mean, I don't. When I see people or talk to people or meet new people, I don't look at the color of their skin or their backgrounds or anything like that. I. I literally see them as a person and their name and, you know, until they prove me that they're either a piece of crap or a good person. I mean, 
I, I treat everybody the same. And I see what you're saying. I mean, if we're going to do it for one, let's do it for all. If we're going to stand up for one person or one being, let's stand up for the next as well. And I do agree. I mean, I, it's, man, it's. Let me read you this for, let me read you this. So Brianna Taylor, like she was killed in her sleep by a police op, by, by police, despite having not committed a crime and whose killers have not been arrested even five months later. Her petition, her petition has 10 million signatures and still no justice. So then when we talk about Cameron or Cannon, I'm sorry, the, the, like at my heart aches because you know what the incident that happened between me and my son a couple years ago like that hit home for me like oh my like talking about it makes my skin crawl i'm kind of i can tell man you're, you're you're all fired up like but if we're gonna talk about equality where is her justice where is the other fuck dude i'm getting fucking like i'm gonna punch someone in the forehead no i mean it's it's, it's certainly certainly sad to see and you know you would think that the support would be there because had nothing to do with color of skin, but this is a five-year-old child who's just starting their life, like literally a little tiny boy riding his bike, minding his own business with his sisters nearby, just hanging out, enjoying his life, and he struck down execution style in front of his sisters for no reason at all. It's fucking wrong. It's so wrong. Now, like, I don't care what, so what color he is. I don't care what exactly he is. It's it's. It's fucking and the, wrong. And the fact that other people are supporting that loser, they need to be skinned. Me personally, I believe that he should be skinned alive and then tortured until he wants to die, but not yet. He needs that's, to live I out mean, that's the army in you. That's the dad in you. I mean, that's I, at the end of the day, you know, being a father, you see that and it's just like it hits home even further because that what if that was your kid? You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, dude. Well, I've been in that position. Like, I know what I would do. And I mean, I'm obviously I you do. You do. You'd have killed him no matter what. Had nothing to do with the color of your skin. You know what exactly. I mean? But it just, I mean, I can't even imagine the way his family and his sisters feel. I can't imagine what the world is feeling right now. And I'm glad that there's a movement about it, right? It has nothing to do with him being white and his life mattering any more than Breonna Taylor's or Ahmaud Aubrey or, or any of those people. It's just, it, it, it mattered because it mattered. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? Just, I do wish that the others that have been executed or hurt or damaged or killed they their story needs to be brought to life as well you know like, it needs to be out there um it really does like it needs wrong to be is there. wrong wrong is wrong and right is right right is right there's uh, the line and it's but one but the there's other. so there's so much controversy with canon like these the, the the thing i posted on instagram those two dudes that are supporting that one dude like fuck that kid shoot him in the forehead do it again like are you kidding me man ugh. Like, how can you look at it like that? And I blame our our past generations. We've already talked about this, you know, and we have to defend ourselves and we have to deal with the past generations freaking. I mean, I think it just goes goes to show you, you know, how many kids weren't um, and has nothing again to do with the color of their skin. But how many people weren't disciplined as kids, you know, to to say those things, you know, you you know, wrong and you know, right. And to say those things, knowing damn good and well, they're they're just horrible, horrible things. This family's mourning and. You know, I'm sure that somebody somewhere out there seeing these comments and they're just like, oh, my God, like, that's terrible. But again, it's also making everybody look bad that's supporting that if they're hashtagging that movement. So, for example, I saw your post and I did see that they were hashtagging Black Lives Matter. And I'm like, I guarantee you, you ask some of the Black Lives Matter people are going to be like, no, fuck that. Fuck these guys. These guys are bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I mean, 
because I care about every single human being that, you know, is is murdered unjustly. Like there needs to be, you know, justice for every one of those people. Yeah. I don't care the color of their skin. And um, if you see otherwise, you're you are part of the problem. Yeah. Oh, it's sad. It's so freaking sad. It's so sad. It's dude, it's terrible, been, man. It's it's bad. I mean, I'm not I'm one of like trillions of people that read it and know what's going on and like i would without a hesitation truly do some evil things to that guy and accept my fate as a human i would accept my fate probably go to hell i would accept it because i couldn't live knowing that people like that are still living you know especially like this pedophilia thing it's getting worse it's getting so much worse i haven't really been staying up on that because i've been busy with some other things i've got going on with work and things like that but I mean, what's what's new in the, the pedo world that you're talking about? Like, what's going on now? So I don't know if there's – I mean, I don't really – I mean, I so I follow it. So there's a whole bunch of movements like Save the Children, which I think is amazing. I really which do. I, I read that a lot of social media, uh, you know, platforms are removing that hashtag. So – which I think is a little weird. Like, I don't know. Why would you remove it or do you not want to – do you not want – perfect example. So have you, have you ever heard of Drinking Bros? So it's a Facebook group that has like probably one of the biggest Facebook groups ever, ever now at this point. Um, and it's just people all over the world, you know, all over America, just posting stupid shit. I wanted a post about Save the Children and you have to submit your post and you have to get it approved before it gets submitted. However, mine did not get freaking it. I didn't see my post and it was about save the children. So why, why do people want to hide this? Why do they not want to deal with it? You can't just be like pick and choose. Like, no, we'd rather not deal with that. Like, no, this needs to fucking be dealt with. I don't know what's new about it. I just know there's a bunch of movements and they're trying to get hushed basically. That's crazy, man, because, uh, an alarming number of kids everywhere in the, in the world, not all, not only here in the U S get, you know, taken every day or, or show up missing and, you know, most of them never get found, and that's it's sickening that there are people out there that I mean, there's something wrong with you, real, really bad. It's not normal. It's not. It's not a sickness. It's literally there's there's something wrong with you. And I mean, if 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 you if any of you out there like have ever came across your head in your mind that's like, hey, you know that that kid looked really good, or this or that, like, get help right away. Don't let it get to the point to where you yeah. can't come back from it. Like seriously, that's. I mean, it's disgusting. And I mean, if, yeah. if you're willing to get help, get help. If not, then, you know, you're a sick, nasty fucker. And I, I can't wish good things on you. But I mean, if you have those thoughts, those ill, nasty minded thoughts of of kids and young women or young boys or anything. Before any action take place, go get help. It, ugh, It's so disgusting. I agree, dude. I mean, there's some some really nasty people out there. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, not all people are good, you know? No, and, uh, no trust me. It's, they're not. The world, the world likes to show it and the media likes to show what they want to show most of the time, which is unfortunate because they like the controversy. They like the things that are going to stir up the most shit because it yeah. gets the most clickbait. So, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, stay up on well, your guys' stuff. Fact check. That's one thing that I really want people to do is, you know, <laughs> Fact Always check. fact check. Yeah, don't go and operate off of what you assume or what you read just because it's on the internet. Guess what, guys? I got some good news for you. Write it down. Tattoo it on your body. Whatever you got to do. 
just because it's on the internet does not mean that it's true. I said that about 30 minutes ago. Always fact check. Never assume that shit will get you killed. Now, let me ask you a question. Um, not to like go off topic because we kind of talked about pedophilia the last episode. But what do you think about this? Do you think Americans are entitled, self-entitled? And do you think that the rest of the world sees Americans as because I'll tell you exactly how it is in other countries and I'll show you I'll tell you what other people around the world tell say about Americans but do you think Americans are self-entitled yes do you think they work less and expect more absolutely on average we are we are in the land of the free and the home of the brave and I feel like that just that alone that mantra in everybody's head you know reflects on their lifestyle and it's like though you can't touch us we're American or you know, we don't have to do this because we're American or, you know what I mean? Right. Like, we don't have to cater to anything else because we're American and that's wrong. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody's like that. You know what I mean? No, but the, I can almost guarantee you, though, I can almost guarantee you if you were to go to Walmart and this is this is this is what bothers me because I just went to what where fuck where was I? I went to some fast food joint. It was Arby's. And uh, and the lady had just such a fucking attitude. Like, are you really that pissed off at your job? You ain't even doing your job good. Maybe if you did your job good, you wouldn't be here. You might even be up the ladder somewhere. But she had such an attitude, and it almost it almost seemed like she was like, you know what? I'm working too hard for not enough money. Like, you ain't even working. Shut the fuck up and go mop a floor. How about you go scrub the floor? Go do something and be productive because then hard work reflects. Well, I mean, I, I guess a lot of that has to do with, you know, ages because I know people of our age, you know, we're a little less self-entitled than those that are, coming up now and i've said it time and time again on these podcasts that you know if you're about 25 or years or under i mean you're it's 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 real hard for you to say that you're a contribution to society because of how you act you know you go to your job one day and you quit because it was hard and you know most of you still live with mommy and daddy and you expect all this shit and um again i think that has to do with a lot of how you were raised and how you act your your own beliefs and just a lot of those different factors mold people to who they are. But I mean, I know people of our age, you know, we busted our ass. We got spanked. You know what I mean? We got beat. We got slapped yeah. in the mouth. We, you know what I mean? We, we were the bridge between the old school baby boomers and the millennials. And even though we're considered millennials, you know what I mean? People of yeah. our age group and demographic, we're like right in the middle of that where it's like we get the best of both worlds. And we see, you know, what's bad from each of them. And you yeah. know what I mean? We we were taught the best of both of them. You know what I mean? Whereas now it's just everybody expects everything and they're self-entitled and it's disgusting. Exactly. You go across the world and like, for example, when I was in where I was, you go to the McDonald's there and you order food. Man, they are busting their ass. It's almost as if every Chick-fil-A worker, like you, you Chick-fil-A workers, they'd be busting their ass. They must be making good money or something. But like those, that type of work ethic is all over, mostly all over the world, wherever, wherever you well, go. I, mean, like, I, I, they I work have hard. a meme that I've been meaning to post too. And it said like, you think you work hard and it's, it's an African American uh, woman on a bike and she's got like three kids riding on her and she's balancing this jug of water on her head. And that's just to get her family water, I would imagine. And it's just like, you think you have to work hard. They have to work hard for the things that we take the most for granted, like just turning on the faucet and getting clean water. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, like these, new, these new privates in the army. I mean, granted, I'm sure it, ha- it was like that even when I was there. But I don't remember complaining that much as a private. I don't think I even had the right to. But 
these new privates, man, they come in, they're just like, oh, we got to pull weeds. Just shut the fuck up and pull the weeds. Or they kick you the fuck out the army. Like, shut the fuck up and work. Or just work harder and stop complaining. Which, like, it, it, it just... It makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. And then another con- another complaint I have is, so I went to the barber. My hair looks good. Like, it'd be looking good. I'd be looking good. You know, I'm pretty fly now. Uh, I don't look like a homeless person anymore. But, so I went to the barber, right? And this motherfucker costs $22 goddamn dollars just for the haircut. $22, okay? I go to freaking where, uh, Latvia. I go to Latvia. I go to a barber. They fucking shampoo my hair. They, they... They do the air condition or hair condition. They they wash it. They they do everything, and it's like twelve dollars. I mean, but you got to think too. Also, there's a difference between educating and learning learning skills yourself or well, over time, I'm and t- also putting yourself through fifteen hundred hours of barber school. So, in their defense, you know what I mean. They've well, no, they've, no, I'm not done yet. Okay, go ahead. So, they bust their ass for twelve dollars, and they don't expect a tip here. I paid $22. I had hair on my nose falling off. Like, how hard is it to, you know, comb out my hair? You're the fucker. I paid you $22 goddamn dollars. I want at least $22 worth of work. And no, I'm not going to fucking tip you for $22 goddamn hair. I'm not going to fucking tip you when you have hair. When I got I mean, my hair coming down my head. At the end head. of the day, how long, how long did your haircut take? It was about freaking 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Okay. So let's say that. They would make $44 in an hour. If that was the case, so, but they expect a tip. They expect a tip on top of twenty two. I mean, I, is is it any different than your host or your server at like Chili's to to serve you and to to bring you your food and clean up your shit? Is it any difference that that they deserve? They expect a tip, like because it, it's rude if you don't. So if you're out there and you don't tip your server, you're but that's just it. Freaking... Here in America, that's the only place. Everywhere else, you don't tip. It's almost rude to tip in other countries. Well, I mean, I've heard it from both sides. It's their job. You know, they knew it. They... But again, a lot of places that you don't know, they only work off of tips. So they only get paid like right. $2 an hour. And I, love you know I, I, mean? I, I love tipping. I love tipping. I love tipping because I used to work in the but restaurant But I see industry. your point, whereas a barber, they their rate is their rate. And their tip is completely unnecessary. You don't tip me when I go out, you know, when I worked in the oil fields and I put a, a pumping unit on. You didn't, you didn't tip your tip. barber, though? Do what? Tip your barber. I just shave my own head, bro, to be honest with you. Well, if you go to a barber, they expect a tip. They expect a tip. And this, this dude was like, oh. I think it's rude for anybody to be like, you know, hand out, give me, give me more, you know, yeah. like. So I, I, I feel like that's is- rude. So this is what happened. I had forty dollars. I was like, "Here, I want change." And the guy's like, "Oh, oh, all right." Uh, like, bitch, you just charged me twenty-two dollars, and my head is fucking itchy as fuck from God knows. Like, just you look. It's almost he like wanted he wanted eighteen dollar tip or what? He took yeah. So I was like, you know what? Fucking take it. Maybe next time you'll do better, right? In the work in the in the restaurant. You gave him forty bucks. Yeah, I gave him fucking forty dollars because I didn't want to deal with it. I was like so pissed off. Whoa. And yeah, so. In the restaurant industry, I used to work there. That's how I met Ashley. We were 16 years old. Fucking, I busted my goddamn ass, right? She yeah, busted her you were a busboy washing dishes she, and shit. She was a server. She served. She got good tips. But if you don't tip, if you don't serve, if you don't do your fucking job, you complain, you like, you don't come check. Like, there's certain things that you're going to do hey, to get tips. Hey, and if you want better. How many times did you give her a good tip? Bro, I tried. When I was <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
She never gave it up. She's like the only one that never gave it up. I had sex in the fucking Ruby's Diner fucking, I'm calling it out, Ruby's Diner up in Maui Mall. I, uh, not Maui Mall, Kalamata Mall. I had sex in that freezer, so. Nice, dude. Appreciate that for all the listeners out there in Hawaii. Um, <laughs> anyways, let's but, uh, not get on Patrick's little sexy hey, time stories. We're hey, coming up on our hour. Actually, we're a little bit past it now. So, yeah. you know, we don't want to go dragging on too much. We want to leave you guys on the edge of your seats for more. So we'll cut this off. We'll come up with some brand new topics. And I promise you, Pat's going to pull his head out of his ass firmly <laughs> and have it ready to do more podcasts. Because I guarantee you, the weak link on the podcast fucking doing them is not me it is your boy pat and you guys need to tell pat to pull his head out of his behind and let's do some work to defend chris he does he he does message me a lot guys he really messaged me a lot about podcasting and i really have good intentions i'm just like always doing something and then he's like oh shiny and he walked away it's all yeah exactly i got add like i find the next project and i'm fucking on it i work my ass off i'm always doing stupid shit i'm not saying you're not working and doing anything of value i'm just saying that (laughs) This to me and to our listeners is a value out there. We we talk to these people, we we help them, they listen to us, we give advice, or we we talk about current current events and topics, yeah. and you know you know share our stories with them. And I mean, they listen and they expect right us to, to, do the to, same. Yeah. to be here for them. And at exactly. the end of the day, I want to let you guys know that I'm here for you, Pat. I know he wants to be here for you, <laughs> and I'll just keep dragging his ass on or calling him out to make him look dumb on social media. So that way he gets on here and he helps, you know, do the podcast. With that being said, happy hour. We're doing good. We're on the, we're close to the hour. Guys, my last little tidbit of advice. If you want a tip, fucking work your for Work for that goddamn tip. I'm not going to tip. I love tipping people. Trust me. I fucking gave an $18 tip on top of a $22 barber. But if you want a tip, you better work for that fucking tip. Don't assume you're going to get a tip. I agree. I'm out. So anyways, guys, this has been the Two Banditos, and this is Happy Hour. Until next time, which I hope is real soon, we'll see you then. All right, guys. Peace out. Bye, guys.